Welcome to Gear and Loathing, the podcast that gets oh. drunk with you, but never no, you takes you home. No offense. I mean, you're a fine person. It's hot and I'm sweaty and your place doesn't have AC. <laughs> I just like to take things slow. Eat a big old penis. <laughs> I beat him in Grand Rapids. Am I? Joined by the Sam and Matt in Denver, motherfucking Colorado. Visit our website, P-E-R-N-L-O-A-T-H-I-N-G.com. <laughs> sweaty, his nutsacks are on Twitter by tagging our handle at Earloathing. Suck a chode. Suck a chode. Welcome to the Beer and Loathing Podcast, a podcast that gets drunk with you but never takes you home. No offense. I mean, you're you're a fine person. It's just hot and I'm sweaty and your place doesn't have AC and I just like to take things slow. I'm Pete M. I'm in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I'm joined by Sam and Matt in Denver, Colorado. Visit our website, beerandloathing.com, or tweet to Sam and ask about sweaty as balls are on Twitter by tagging our handle at Beer and Loathing. Today we have Ryan Hannigan once again. Thanks for joining us, Ryan. How about you tell us what you're drinking, and start plugging your social medias with a Z. All right, all the social medias. Uh, I'm, I write Focus on the Beer down here in College Springs, along with the help of uh, a couple other guys here. Um, what am I drinking? I'm drinking, right now I'm drinking Fogelbanger from The Alchemist in Vermont. Um, this is their sort of, I mean, I guess it's newer. Uh, it's their second beer they've canned um, after Heady Topper, which is what I just opened. Um, but this is, this is essentially their sessionable, uh, heady topper, which is a sort of a weird thing to say, but you know, it's only 7% alcohol considered, uh, compared to 8%, but it's still a super hoppy, uh, beer. And I thought it was really timely to, to have it because it's one of those ones that, uh, it says on the can that it, it's best when it's young, fresh and hazy. So, oh. yeah, I mean, these, these cans actually, they put like, you know, four paragraphs on the can for you to read, which is, you know, most people, most most uh, breweries don't put very much to read. So for these guys to actually put like a full message from the brewer on there, it's sort of interesting. Uh, but it's a super fresh, super hoppy, uh, citrusy. They use Citra and Mosaic in this beer, and it's fantastic. How much lower was the strength on that one? I Do you say 7% versus 8? Yes. Okay. So it is mildly more sessionable. Yeah, yeah it, those, those are air quotes. You can't see me right now, but yeah. those are totally air quotes. Because <laughs> I told but, you, if this is going to be a true sessionable heady topper, they could have maybe called it a heady bottomer or a. <laughs> I don't know, something else along that line, I guess. The thing about it is that when I was in Vermont uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, you're at like a thousand feet above sea level and. You could down two or three of these and not realize it. <laughs> <laughs> and so, okay, that's interesting because I have not put it to a very scientific test of, of you know, going back to a lower elevation than, and then drinking. Like, Pete, last summer when I came home and we were partying, like, that first night, I blacked the fuck out. But we also drank from, like, noon until, I don't know, probably at least 4 p.m., <laughs> That Friday uh, or Saturday. Yeah, that was more like 11 p.m. <laughs> you know, whatever point I made it to, that's unimportant. The time, there's the time change. Yeah, exactly. And but, I 
that day, I was drinking really light beers, and you were going with with a little bit more intense ABVs. Yeah. I think the only light one I had was uh, a rye at Harmony. They had, like, a rye pale or something. Which, ironically enough, I'm drinking one of those tonight myself. Fantastic! Mm-hmm. Matt, what are you drinking? I'm drinking a, a, a nice cold Pepsi. Because <laughs> not, a pe- not a Pepsi free? No, not a Pepsi free. Well, put it I, on my tab. Yeah. Not a crystal you want a Pepsi? tab, you're going to have to order one, kid. <laughs> Man, I wish I had a tab. Uh, that is, uh, <laughs> Dude, that shit that is, is cancer. That is the Duke of sodas. It's delicious. Uh, if you're spelling it D-O-O-K, then I agree. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I almost stupidly asked, is there any other way to spell it? But then I just realized that, yeah, there's a couple different ways to spell it. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. I'm uh, I actually I want to I want to talk about what I'm drinking because I'm really excited. I'm drinking a Sky High Rye from Arcadia Ales. Ooh, out of nice. A, yeah, my sister uh, muled about a hundred dollars worth of beer over from Michigan for me when she came to visit. So I'm drinking that, and then I got a can of uh, Rye Pale Ale from our mutual friend here in Denver. So I'll drink I'll drink local, but I, I wanted to drink some uh, some of the nectar from home. And Sky High Rye is like one of my favorite beers that I discovered right before I moved. So, uh, I'll have to get that one another shot. I'm gonna be honest; I haven't had a lot by Arcadia that I liked. Really? Yeah, I like this one a lot. Where's Arcadia? At? They're in Arbor, uh, Battle Creek. God damn it, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm thinking of Arbor Brewing. You that are being so Michigan. Said, yeah, yeah, it's Michigan. So they're they're uh, a little bit further south from Kalamazoo, where like bells and shit are made. Gotcha. Not bells that being shit, said, I uh, I was confusing Arcadia with. Arbor. So I take back what I just said. I do like Arcadia. I'm not a big fan of Arbor. Yeah, I don't think I really had anything from Arbor that made me get my dick hard. But you, de- you definitely had a nice pile of uh, beer on your counter there. Yeah, yeah, that w- that was it. There's there's some uh, two hearted. Some I I actually asked my sister to bring me a bunch of stuff from Dark Horse because that's a brewery that I miss. I think I miss more just because it's one that I always forget about when I go home, and they just make awesome beer like their uh, crooked tree ipas awesome and uh, they have a special dark that's like a imperial porter almost really good is that who does plead the fifth yes that yes is. okay yeah didn't ask for any of that didn't have her look for anything super whalesy but it was uh you know i'm, I'm not i'm not unimpressed with what she did find for me i also got some bells like a s- oh, sorry it smells oh, like a safety meeting was also available Yes, I think. Did she, you get any of that? I, I think I think I did. That sounds good. Yeah, yeah. So, I wanted to talk about Ryan's trip to Vermont because I was watching his uh, like Facebook pictures and his Instagram pictures and was jealous pretty much the whole time. Especially that picture of you carrying out two gigantic cases of beer from Alchemist. Ooh. yeah, that was that was a, just sort of a stroke of luck. Uh, we were. I was sort of following their Facebook page leading up to the uh, uh, up to our trip, and sort of stopped checking in on it. Um, and like we we arrived at my my grandmother lives in Lyme, New Hampshire, which is right on the the border of New Hampshire and Vermont. And so we were staying there, and I checked. I just was like, oh, I should just see, and maybe we'll have a chance to go out there. And this was on. Uh, Thursday when I checked and Friday was when they were doing their first open first full day open at their new Stowe Vermont uh, location so we and it's only a two hour drive from where we were at so 
that was that was a no brainer. I I dragged uh, Darcy up there, uh, made made her stand in line in like you know super hot <laughs> sunny weather. Did she, uh, did she count towards your allotment too? Was there a, was there a practical well that was purpose? That, that was the reason you could it was a one cake <laughs> per person allotment. Yeah, and so we're waiting in line and and they keep walking out and telling us sort of you know uh, what's happening. You know the line's decently long and so soon they were telling us that as soon as you walk in the building, well, you can get uh, a sample of beer and then you'll be able to buy your beer. And uh, at first the allotments were two four packs of Hetty Topper. Excuse me. Uh, two four packs of Focal Banger and two four packs of uh, their double IPA. Well, I guess Heady Hopper's double IPA, but their other double IPA, uh, Crusher, uh, mm. which is not. I mean, the name sounds like it's going to be a session beer, but it yes. like crushes you. It's like ten and a half percent alcohol. Ooh. In Russia, session beer drinks you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So as we you know move forward in line. We got you know about ten people from the door, and they basically gave us the heads up that Crusher had sold out. So now you could get up to a full case of of the other two. Oh damn! So there were some people that were walking out of there with just a case of Heady Topper, and so yeah. being that there was two of us there, uh, one of us got a case of Heady, and one of them got a case of the Fogel Banger. Fuck yeah! Now <laughs> I don't know if you talked to the. I'm, I'm sure you talked to people online because we can never get you to shut up. So why wouldn't you talk to anyone else? <laughs> but were there a lot of people in line that were local? No, we were so the two the the four guys in front of us in line, uh, they were actually all from one of them was from South Carolina, two of them were from the Boston area, and the other one I think was from like Connecticut. Um, okay, and so they they basically were you know they're they're craft beer guys, um, and so they were giving us sort of the heads up about all the different places of where to go. Yeah. Uh, we were looking at trying to go to Treehouse Brewing, which is in uh, like Worcester, like uh, west of Boston. Yeah, outside Boston. And they said that uh, because of the they have such weird hours, uh, some days they're open, like Wednesdays they're open 12 to 5, but then Thursdays they're open 4 to 9, and then Fridays <laughs> it's like 4 to 8. It's just totally Wait, across the board. Wait, they're open later on Thursday than they are on Friday? It's, a, it's, it's something weird like that where you look at it you're like, this doesn't make sense. And it's because they sell <laughs> – it's because they, they, they can all their stuff and they sell it so quickly that it's tough to keep it in stock. So they have oh, wow. to sort of limit their hours. Uh, and so our plan that day was to actually go to – go to the alchemist first and then make a round trip and hit up hill farmstead on the way home because uh hill farmstead from this new stowe vermont place is only a 30 minute drive up to hill farmstead uh that changed because the guy behind us in line basically was like oh yeah i live over in greensboro uh right now it's 2 30 you know we're gonna get in there about you know in about 20 minutes probably to get all our stuff uh you're not gonna get over there till about you know 3.30 or 4, you're going to be waiting in line for an hour and they're going to close. And it's mm. going to be a waste of time. So we missed out on Hill Farmstead, but that's another trip. It's only a, it's another, you know, it's only two hours from my grandmother's house. So we have another trip planned. Yeah, right. Bummer. You have to go back and visit grandma. I know. It's it's one of those things. She lives on a lake uh, in in New Hampshire with a a dock and everything. And it's like you can swim straight from her house. Uh, it's it's fantastic, so wild. that was a nice place to to enjoy the the beer that we had gotten uh, after we had gotten it all. So, <laughs> right, we did that, and then we did a bunch of family things, you know, uh, for the rest of the week, and then uh, we went over to Portland, Maine, uh, 
because Allagash is over there. Yes. And so they just celebrated their 21st anniversary. Oh, Allagash uh, just turned 21. They can drink now? Yep, they can drink now, too. Uh, uh, I know Ska Brewing is turning that this year. So a lot this of the, is the 21st, isn't it? Yep. A lot of the big, a lot of the big names are, are sort of hitting that that milestone, which is you know it's it's crazy. It's a it's a grown up industry, uh, but yeah. we got the tour of, of Algash, which was fantastic. Um, they've got a really cool production facility there. Uh, What's cool about it? Like, is it uh, high tech or something, or just like the well, layout's cool? It's it's just it's super high tech. So they they use a Browcon Browcon uh, brew house, which. I've seen locally here in Colorado Springs, uh, Bristol Brewing has a Browcon, but they have a 34 barrel, and I think the one in Allagash is a 70 barrel, so it's twice the size. So it's this huge platform that you have to walk up like uh, two flights of stairs to get up to, just up to where they're dumping in hops. Wow! So that's where they actually do the boil then. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's that's their brew house, and that's where they, okay. they mash and everything. But the thing about Browcon is that it's a German company, and it's all automated. And okay, so, that's what I was going to ask. Is if that's like a brand name or if that's a like process name. Yeah, Braucon, B-R-A-U-K-O-N. Okay. Um, I know that Bristol Brewing can actually mash in from like a phone. <laughs> what? It's something ridiculous where they, they don't even actually physically have to be there to mash in. And for anybody that's homebrewed, like to have that ability to yeah. be like, you know, wake up and just, oh, you know, it was just – we we set the timer for it to mash in at six six a.m. so that we could get all of our brew days done this day. You come in and it's already mashed in. And you just have to get the grain bill ready for the next one. It's like oh my gosh, I'm that's just, ridiculous. I'm, just, I'm picturing something somebody rolling out of bed and you got that whatever that fucking music is, and they look at their phone like all right, we're mashing in. I'm going to take another snooze. Bye bye. So there's that, that they've got that ability, but then they took us back to their barrel room, which is crazy. It's sort of if you've ever been up to Paradox Brewing, our Paradox Beer Company's new spot up in Divide. I have. It's about the same size as their entire facility. Does <laughs> their barrel room? And just barrels. And there's a couple footers, oh. footers in there, and it it was just such a cool thing to see what what another brewery that is making really cool beers uh, is has you know is doing. So. Uh, I got to be honest. I'm not 100 percent familiar with Allagash. I, I've seen the name a bunch, and I know they're they're huge out east, and uh, very realize, huge. Yeah, it was one of the first um, craft like companies that I became intimately familiar with down at Game. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. they. Uh, yeah, really fantastic stuff. And yeah, like right. the only thing that I knew that came out of Maine besides Shipyard. Sure. So where I was going with this question is, do they do, like, they have a huge barrel program, apparently, it sounds like. Do they do a lot of barreling, or do they do primarily barreling, or they they just, you know, I don't know, where does that fall on the scale? Like, you know, you mentioned Paradox, and they're almost exclusively, you know, barrel-aged sours and such, so, you know, where does Allagash fall into that kind of realm of it, I guess? I think they're on, the, I mean, from what I can tell, I mean, they they haven't distributed or they used to distribute to Colorado maybe they don't anymore um I know they don't anymore uh so we got as much as we could basically from there to to bring back and this was after our bags were already full with Hetty Topper and Fokelman we're like oh gosh this is gonna be a lot of beer um but the big thing about them is that they do a lot of experimental type stuff Uh, a lot of the beers are are Belgian influenced um so they actually one part that wasn't part of the tour and at the end of it I we were we got to talking with uh Megan our our tour guide uh, she used to live, I think, in uh, Boulder at one point, and so oh, okay. we talked about Colorado. And then I was just like, "Well, well, I know you. I know you guys have a cool ship. 
where is it? I, is it not part of this tour? And she's like, no, it's not because they only use it in the spring and the, and the early fall. Oh, peak times for probably the, uh, the types of yeast they want to get. Well, yeah, and the, and the temperatures are the right temperatures so that you can actually cool it in the ship. Because, I mean, we were there and it was uh, about 100 degrees. Uh, Holy wow. shit. What? 90, 96 degrees or something like that in, in but Portland, Maine. what was Maine. the humidity like? Like, uh, it was, luckily, like we had a good week. 165%? We had a good week. There wasn't a whole lot of humidity. It was, uh, oh. you know, give or take about 80%. So it, it actually- <laughs> I was going to say 75 <laughs> when you said not much because... It didn't feel, you know, there's there's times where I've been out east where you just feel sticky when you get out of the shower. You just can't ever, ever really feel like you dry off. And it wasn't that bad. We never really, really had that feeling, which was really nice. Oh, dude, you're, uh, you're better at this than me. Like, I went home a couple summers ago, and I was bitching to my mom so much about how humid it was. She's like, dude, it's not even 75% humidity. If you don't shut up, I'm going to slap you. But it was, I, I guess I'm just, I don't have a very high, to- I have a very low tolerance for humidity. I just don't like it. Well, and it might be that I just don't even know what humidity is, and so I might be like, "Well, it was eighty percent, and it might have only been like 50. So, <laughs> there, I don't there's know. there's that point. Um, but one of the one of the cool beers that we had at Allagash to go back to get back to the the story is that uh, they had their their triple uh, aged in Jim Beam barrels. Jim and Beam, they, and they added then they added coffee to it, Whoa. and they call this James Bean. <laughs> and it is it's like a coffee triple in bourbon barrels belgian triple dude that sounds so good it is ridiculous if you can find any of it ever just just get your hands on a bottle we have one bottle and i i'm gonna have to have start <laughs> looked having, at the fridge is like oh gosh i'm gonna have to start having first kids so i can like just trade them away for this beer <laughs> it's it's so good it's just interesting and then you know in their bottle shop uh we also got like a couple of farmhouse beers and things like that. But the cool ship, they actually took us to to see the cool ship, which oh, is in cool. this little tiny, probably twenty foot by twenty foot cabin out back behind the place. Like there's not even a real path. We had to like sort of walk through the grass and the bushes <laughs> to get to it. So and it, like yeah, yeah. Oh. And so we had to. And so the our tour guide actually had to check with with like the managers to make sure they should get take us back there. And I'm like, yeah, we get inside. It's like 80, 95 degrees inside. It's like, oh my gosh, it's oh. so hot. But it's really cool because it's a you know it's a it's an old style Belgian uh, cool ship where yeah. they you know they let the cool the the work cool off and and gather in all the the local flora and fauna and, and microbes and everything and yep. and they'll make those cool ship beers. And so basically, you said earlier. So there was nothing in it. It was just. It was just. Hanging it was completely out. empty. Yeah. yeah, it's too hot in there right now. It won't ever cool down. Yeah. Uh, and so usually, what they'll do is they'll they'll leave it. Though I think they'll do it at like, uh, you know, at like six o'clock at night, and they'll leave it overnight, and they'll get it the next morning when it's cooled I'm, down. I'm trying to remember that that uh, we went to one of those that wild that wild or whatever panel at uh, Big Beers in January. Did you go to the Cool Ship one? I feel like I was standing next to you for that one. Yeah, so that one. Uh, I think that was the one I was trying not to barf in the morning because we had. Gone yeah, we were all standing up in the before. back. Yeah, yeah, that yep. one. That was cool ship, and so. Uh, That's where I first learned what a cool ship even was. And, what the hell is a cool ship? Oh, okay. Perfect. So we actually had Allegash's cool ship beer, at that thing. Were they okay? I thought that name sounded familiar. Yep, that's was, where you, that's where you that's where you got it from. And so, <laughs> so Peter, cool ship is a. Brian, correct me if I'm wrong, and you're, there's a very good chance I'm going to be wrong on this. Uh, it's it's a wooden like tank 
uh, varying sizes and shapes. Um, it's it's uh, we we one talked about this one. with Noah from uh, from uh, the Barrel Place. Yep, Noah's Stein oh, Grimm. Okay, it's where they let beer they put beer in there and they let it cool off, like Ryan's been saying. But it's also an open vat, basically. So uh, wild. Oh right, yeah, I remember just, that. Like, get in there and do their thing. It's basically a way to collect. Uh, spontaneous you know yeast that's floating through the air Thank you, spontaneous. and so usually it's a it's a co- i mean a lot of the the belgian ones have been copper uh, a lot of the, the the american ones are stainless steel um and so what it's done is it allowed you know brewers to what you can do is you spread your word out and so the allagash one i think it, it holds like three three barrels of beer or something like that or 10 barrels of beer uh something crazy but it's you know it's about 18 to 24 inches deep um, but it's like 20 feet long by 10 feet wide. So it spreads it out really. So it gets to the surface area so they can collect as much of that sort of wild yeast as possible. And I'm realizing I just totally misspoke too. When we were talking to Noah from Rocky Mountain Barrel Company, we were talking about fooders, which right. fooders, are, yep. are gigantic, more vertical vessels, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's just a big, huge barrel, basically. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about fooders with Noah. But these I don't are... remember either. I was just saying, oh yeah, yeah. So I sounded like I remembered. It's all right. I was actually, I was actually about to be like, you know, we should maybe talk about what a cool ship is because I don't know that our that they are our, that such our listener knows cool what things, and and it's sort of funny <laughs> that they're cool things and are called cool ships. I know. Um, I think the the Flemish is K O E L S C H I P. Yeah. Um, and then the anglicized version is is cool ship. We like actually spell it. I remember someone spelled it with the proper spelling at that seminar we went to. And that was like one of the few things I remember because I was one sweating bullets from <laughs> drinking that nasty ass fucking kamikaze at the end of the night. Uh, yeah, the one that we started at like 1130 at night. Yeah. Hey, man. That was a bad idea. <laughs> I once heard someone say nothing good happens after midnight, and I firmly believe that those people who say they have never been to uh, El Chirito for karaoke and have never been to Vale Big Beers for a bottle share. <laughs> because Which is now Breckenridge uh, Big Beers now, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm cool with that. I'm excited for that. It's closer to home. <laughs> are, yeah. Are you going to come do karaoke with me at Jake's Dive Bar? Dude, there's so many more places to actually go that are like affordable. I know. Instead of just going to Bull Durango or or Bull Bull Vale or whatever it is, and just did so. All right, we're derailing this conversation, but I do have to know: <clears throat> Did you ever go to the George? The George? No, I didn't. So that place is a bitch and dive bar right in downtown Vale, and like, I wrote a post about how I like I left Bull, I left you and Josh at Bull, and possibly Desiree. I don't remember if she had showed up yet, but. <clears throat> I had I had already like had a big old bout of diarrhea at Bull, and <laughs> I was like, I think I'm good. I'm gonna go meet up with uh, with Ryan Call from Left Hand, you know. And, yeah. And uh, as I'm walking, I'm like, I'm more than halfway, according to my map, to Bull, and I'm like, I feel my stomach do that grrrp, and I'm like, Ah, no, that's not good, <clears throat> because as classy of a dude as I am, I'm not going to drop trow and diarrhea in the bushes and veil. That's just, that seems inappropriate <laughs> and irresponsible. And <clears throat> so long story short, I get to where my phone's dying. I get to where bull sh- or not bull, uh, the George should be. And I can't quite see it. And like Ryan had texted me some stuff about like, you gotta go down some stairs and do this stuff. And like, he wasn't answering my texts and it was like all caps and panics. And finally, I see a cop, a veil cop, and I'm like, "Excuse me, officer!" And I like, I duck walk up to this guy, and I'm like, "Excuse me, sir, 
do you know where the George is? And he's just like, yeah, it's on those stairs right over there. I'm like, thank you, sir. And I just haul ass away. <laughs> I would love a thought bubble over that guy's head. I'd be like, what the fuck was that? But <clears throat> so but the George, like, total dive bar, 475 tall boys of Sierra Nevada pale ale. <clears throat> uh, the most affordable place I've ever seen in Vail, like in the, in this, in, in this right next to the bridge that goes over to like the gondola. It's like in this, like the heart of the city. So we are missing out on the George now. Cause that was going to be my new go-to. When was the last time you shit your pants, Sam? Um, <clears throat> I thought we went over this already. <laughs> well, it sounds we? like I've heard this before. <laughs> we, I we, mean, yeah, like I, fi- I figure we have, I just always forget these things and no, I don't think we've gone over as a group. Like I probably Wait, chatted um, to you. Where's the Google? Does you have the Google doc open? Pete? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the Google it's, it's in the notes. There's, actually, there's a spreadsheet um, <laughs> with all of Sam's uh, unex. It's it's unexpected bowel movements underscore wet. Look up look up that. <laughs> so there's spaces and underscores. Why did we do that? Well, the underscore is to differentiate it from the dry one. So a uh, okay. do you yeah. want do you want the last time I had to throw in my underwear in public or because that was within the past two months. <laughs> that was or, it. Was that at Williams Tavern? No, 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 no. <laughs> I was walking out with Alex, our friend Alex Ruiz. No matter how many times I ask you this, though, you always have a new story. That's why I love bringing it up. <laughs> so I was. <laughs> There's so many different stories. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, it's, I mean, asking me when the last time I shit my pants is like asking me the last time I got drunk. I guess I don't know. It's slightly less frequent than that, I suppose, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was. I, I just remember I went down to C squared ciders with our with my friend Alex. Matt, you know Alex used to be his neighbor, and uh, we, I was like, you know what we should do? We should go to Barrels because they're right down the street, and I don't want to go home right now. And so we walk over to Barrels. They're closed, and there was this bar right next to it. Like, well, let's go check that out. And I was I was crop dusting the whole way, but we we're outside, so I figured I was safe. And. If I, it, as we're like approaching this new bar, and I can't remember the name of it for the life of me, I'll have to look it up, but I, I, I farted and I got more than I bargained for. And <clears throat> recently I've learned that I actually make a noise when it happens now. It's more of a, oh no. And <laughs> so I did that. Can I, I, can I sample that and use it as my text <laughs> alert for please, when you text me? Please do. <laughs> please do. So, yeah, I shat my pants pretty hard on that one. Had to go into their bathroom and just like. <laughs> Buried my fucking underwear in the trash can and cleaned up and, you know, went on with my life as as per usual. First, I have to apologize, but I'm going to ask everybody. So I'm apologizing that I'm taking the show here, but Ryan, do you have a pants shitting story? I think it was actually like on a... Uh, the one time I remember it happening was I was at summer camp and a backpacking trip. And it's one of those times where you're like hiking along and you're just like... I hope that wasn't as wet as it felt like it was. <laughs> and it's really that you don't really stop and then like you stop actually to like take a piss like and you're like, yeah, I got to change. Yep. You're like, I got a little bit of a, a cold slap going there. That's not. Gonna <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's one of those ones where like you know, you're, just, you're hiking along and I, and I think it was this, you know, I was I was at a, a YMCA, YMCA camp and, you know, I was probably 15, 16 years old and on the big, huge, long backpacking trip. <laughs> it's one of those things where it's just I just remember that feeling oh. where you're just like, 
that was more than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> you can take pride in knowing that you haven't shit your pants in your adult life then, that you remember at least. Like, I have multiple stories of it. So Multiple stories. Yeah, yeah. Plurals of all of those. Matt, have you had... That I can remember. Yeah, right? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm pretty sure I've shit my pants blacked out too, but... The ones that you, that you black out and those don't count, I think. Yeah, yeah. Have you guys ever seen of being drunk anyway? Have you actually seriously woken up and have shit in your pants? No, actually, never. (laughs) I was just thinking that that would be a bad. That would be the worst way to wake up, actually, after a long night of drinking. (laughs) I can think of a couple worse ways, but that would be in the top seven. So, so guys, this this feels like a safe place to me because I know y'all. But so that means I'm the only one that's done that. Oh, oh, I've I've uh, I had an experience at work at my current job that I think was pretty similar to what you experienced, Sam. You woke up from a nap and you'd shit in your pants. Oh no! God. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was saying. Was like, no, no, I had a gamble and lose situation. All right, in my office, and uh, oh, that sucks. Yeah, and. I I didn't even have I didn't have to check it out. I didn't have to investigate <laughs> well, you, it. You knew. You knew. But it was I you know, it was around the time that I was gonna go home anyway, so I just quietly, you know, put on my backpack and you know, changed my shoes like I usually do, like uh yeah. Mr. Rogers and uh <laughs> Mr. And, Rogers. No, it was changed shoes. He'd oh. get home and put on a different pair of shoes for walking around his house like I do that, but in the opposite. And then I walked through the reading room and said goodbye to my students, and I'm sort of clenching my butt the whole time. And I, I, I rode the 15 home. I figured no one would notice. The 15's got probably more people with shit in their pants than anyone else would ever right. realize. Right. So when I got home, it, it turns out it was, it was a pretty minor infraction, but it was major enough. I think... <laughs> It warranted you leaving work. <laughs> it warranted me leaving my occupation briefly to return home and call it a day. And then I think I, I ordered pizza that night because I figured I deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what better way to celebrate my unexpected dry bowel movement um, than with some five-star something to, something, something to loosen it up with. Something to keep it, yep. <laughs> All right, Jeez. so I don't think I've shared this story on, on the show, and I, I feel like I need to because, Matt, that, that I agree with you. Shitting your pants at work is awful. I, I've only done it one time. One time ever, and it had to be the King Kong of all fucking times to do it. <clears throat> <laughs> I was an intern, for one. Oh, boy. And it was uh, my junior year of college, and I, it was the, the last day of my internship, and I had to give my big internship what I fucking learned presentation to uh, all the senior management for the, the company I worked for at the time, and then also the senior management of the, the owning corporations. So, like, I had all the managers I worked with, and then their bosses and their bosses. Oh, boy. The, like, the only person that wasn't there was basically the CEO of the company. And granted, this wasn't like a giant multinational corporation, but still, when you're talking to two dudes from Texas who are, you know, big fucking dogs as far as you know as, as a 20-whatever-I-was-year-old, I went in to go take my pre-presentation piss, because that's what I do, 
And as I was peeing, I'm like, little, 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 and Emilio was like, no, no. And so uh, I, 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 I was at the urinal. I ran into the stall, went and looked. I'm like, uh, yep, that happened. So I like, cleaned up as best as I could, <laughs> went in and gave my intern presentation, and then told HR, I'm like, hey, Cindy, I got to go home. I got, I got, I got shit. I got problems. <laughs> and she's like, whatever, dude, you gave your presentation. I don't think it was my actual last, last day because that would be a weird, weird way to be like, Hey, see you guys all later. But it was basically the end of my internship that summer. <clears throat> That's the In only a lot time. of ways, that was the end of a lot of things that, <laughs> that day. Yeah. Pete, what you, I mean, you started this question. What do you got? Do you have you, when was the last time you did and all that embarrassing so, garbage? Okay. So I've, I like I have a lot of just like really close call stories mm. that I'll like. share for another podcast. Hopefully we never talk about this again. I know we will, though. I'll ask you in a month it again. Always you'll have, comes fucking, up. We talked you'll about have this, seven like, new stories next time I ask you, Sam. We but. talked about this like a month ago with Catherine, so. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I like to talk about poop in your pants, I guess. It's funny. It is. <laughs> anyway, so the last time that I like, and maybe I told this story. I hope I didn't. Hope I uh, actually. I hope I tell it better now. Uh, the last time that I like held held it too long that I like legitimately shit my pants. I was in fifth grade, <laughs> oh. fifth or sixth grade. Like I had a forty five minute bus ride home, and then I had to walk like a quarter mile to my house from the bus stop. <laughs> yes. So. So, like, I had to shit at school, but I didn't want to shit at school. So I'm like, oh, I can totally hold it. Like, I'm, I'm totally fine. So, like, on the bus ride home, like, I'm sitting alone and, like, doing the fucking, you get, like, the lightning shit pains that, like, shoot up, you know? Yeah. Like, I haven't held my shit so long that I've gotten those in probably 10 or 15 years. But, that, like, that's what I was doing. I was, like, I couldn't, like, <laughs> actually sit down on the seat. Of the bus, I'm just getting into a prone position, like yeah, because my body is like, dude, we are doing this now. Get in position. (laughs) So I finally get to the fucking bus stop, and I'm like, dude, I have made it. I am so close, and I'm halfway there. And then I just can't hold it anymore, and I shit my pants and have like over (laughs) an eighth of a mile to walk with like legit. I'm not talking like. This is yeah. a gambler and you lose situation. Yeah. This is like a log of shit in my pants. <laughs> so, oh my god! All right, back to beer. <laughs> oh my god! Who's had the brown note from fucking all grain brewing? <laughs> it's for the for the record, Pete. Lightning shit pains is a would be a great band name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe even a good beer name. Actually, I don't know. It could be. I put it. I just put it in my little my little booklet. You, you know, people are having trouble naming their beers these days. I was just <laughs> reading through the headlines, and that was one that came up about how uh, the the litigation is getting a little crazy. But oh man, well that uh, Pete, I think that that should segue into our what ten fifty four is that what we're calling it now? Yeah, dang, this is orange juice. Oh, that's right. You're, are you? Wait, what? Is that the heady? No, I just poured. I actually pulled out another one for the fridge while you guys were talking about shit stories. Uh, <laughs> you were over that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I also have a bunch of Trillium uh, brewing that I brought back, and Ooh. so this is their launch beer, pale ale, and it 
basically looks like I just poured orange juice into my glass. All right, so I was trying to segue into uh, the 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 1054 as we're calling it now, but <clears throat> I, I feel like you're pushing the issue and we should talk a little bit about these hazy, hazy beers. Oh, I don't know. They're so annoying. <laughs> I, I think everyone should drink what they like to drink. I really don't give a fuck, but I am, I'm sick of hearing the term juicy. That's in, the thing. In terms with IPAs, it's like, okay, I get it. It's, it's, I don't know, man. I don't well, get, I don't get juicy. That... I get, what's that? Is that a word that people are using to describe these things? Juicy? Oh, uh, yeah. Ad nauseum, dude. Like the word you see um, on girls' fucking, girls rear ends? On girls' yeah? butts and pants. Oh, boy. Yeah, I don't like that word for, for describing anything. See, do you guys still see women wearing pants that say juicy on the ass? <laughs> no, Was that like early 2000s? Only in my dreams, Peter. Remember, Matt <laughs> uh, Dog 2020 works on a college campus. So. It that's true. He he works with a different demographic than the rest of us. That's true. That's Although true. to be to be perfectly honest, I have not seen Juicy on a rear end. I've been looking, but I have not seen it on a rear end, even in this college campus. Diverse as it is, I'm pretty so, sure that was like 2006 point. and 2007. Yeah, it might have run its course. Anyway, cloudy. but no, the, the hazy beers are definitely hazy. This one I would not call <laughs> juicy though. Ugh. God, that word. What, juicy? Yeah. Hazy? Moist? Well, yeah. Don't you dare. <laughs> I was talking about this on Twitter with some people, and, and some don't, uh, this guy uh, I, I met at Chain Reaction one time, he's like, just you wait till uh, I start the moist IPA trend. I'm like, you are a dirty son of a bitch, dude. <laughs> I will chug it, but I will not like it. You cannot make me like it. Yep. Ooh. I don't know. I, uh, I still like... My term Flockilgate for the whole New England craze. Oh yeah, that was good. It's one of my Flockilgate. So I'm pretty sure I'm probably misusing the word, but flocculation is uh, a term with yeast like suspending in the beer. So essentially, flocculation is is the ability for the yeast to uh, drop out of the beer, drop out of suspension. Uh, after the brewing process is over, after is it the actual drop, okay. And so, when you buy yeast, you'll see that it has a high flocculation rate or a low flocculation flocculation rate. Uh, a lot of these new hazy New England IPAs are using a yeast strain that has low to medium uh, flocculation. So, when you talk to brewers and they're talking about you know the yeast dropping out or dropping the yeast out, that's because they're you know the yeast has settled to the bottom after it's gone dormant after eating all the sugars. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and so, so there's that that process. And so, what what's happening is they're using yeasts that are a little bit less. Uh, they they clear clean up a little slower than it, than other other yeasts do. And most breweries would try to wait for the yeast to filter to the bottom before they would go to production. Because or they filter a, it. Yeah. Also, yes. And it was you know it was an aesthetic thing. So, um, going back to what I was originally saying, everyone can drink whatever they want. If people like juicy, unflocculated IPAs, <clears throat> you know what? That's that's all for them. I, I, uh, I honestly have no real opinion on the matter. I just like to inflammatory whatever whoever's feeling I, passionate about one way or the other. So that's really the reason why we wrote something about it. <laughs> <laughs> I sat down here on a what was it? I think it was Saturday when I wrote it. Uh, it was a good piece, dude. I read that whole thing. It was it explained. I like I learned. 
I learned a lot that I didn't retain, but I learned a lot. <laughs> well, that was the thing. Is it was like it was like I got to write something because there's just too much crap out there about this. Uh, but you're never going to convince you know Joe Blow that you know oh this beer's not hazy. Like that was one thing is on social media you see people that complain they'll 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 go to a you know a beer bar and they'll order juicy bits from Worldworks for example and. There was someone that posted a picture where it was a nice, clear beer, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, it's not as juicy." And it's like, oh, "Come on!" <laughs> and actually, like Neil Fisher, one of the one of the owners of of Worldworks, is like, "Hey, you know, you know, we're using this this yeast strain, and we're propagating it out to multiple generations. And as it propagates out to these multiple generations, the flocculation rate goes up a little bit. And so, yeah, you're going to get a beer that's going to be a little bit, you know, a, a little bit less hazy." Um, but that doesn't. But the rest of the beer was was brewed exactly the same way. So it's it's this whole like it's almost like trick, you know, pony show that people are like, oh, it doesn't look like it should be well, you know this way. So I'm not going to think it is. It's like just drink it. And this is this is my point of like, and this might be just my marketing background is perception is reality. So you see things, you you, you attribute multiple senses to one experience. So you see a beer. And it looks a certain way, it tastes a certain way, it smells a certain way, it sounds a certain way. Uh, that was a joke, but it, and um, <clears throat> but once one of those aspects goes Peace away, it sound warm. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Derail was. you. I don't get derailed, Ryan. But so you take one of those aspects away, and then all of a sudden, those other pieces that you attribute to it are also removed. So it's I don't know. Like I said, everyone can drink whatever they want. I I laugh. I I like it. I I was drinking a bunch of Odd Thirteen right around the same time that picture you were talking about was posted in that group, and uh, that's when uh, I I decided to start calling some shit Flockilgate because it's New England. There's already Deflate Gate. Why not have Flockilgate? Yeah, why not? You know, there's that that guy that plays for that one one team that we don't talk about. In Denver. Well, we can talk about him now because we beat him last year. Oh, we did. Tom Brody or whatever his name is. Was it Tim, Tim Brady? Tom Tim, Brody? Tim, Tim Brody. Torm Timberly, Brody. Timberly Bradenton. <laughs> he's, the, uh, he's the old eight-back, right, for the, the main pioneers. What are they called? Yeah, the main pioneers. The main pioneers. <laughs> I'm done with that. That recreational football league. Or oh, rugby yeah. League. The, R- the RFL. <laughs> <I love that. laughs> the RFL. He's the RFL and IRL. Yeah. I- RFL, IRL. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And on that note. Yeah, let's do the 1054, huh? Yeah. Is that still the right? Uh, is that the right thing? Is that what we're calling it now? Tentatively. All right. So we're calling the new, uh, the fun, not the fun, this whole show is fun, but. The uh, the highly the invasive yeah, the, the highly invasive part of the show is the ten fifty four where we ask our our guests some uh, questionable questions. I guess is the best Let's way of doing it. it. Ryan, I'm going to start this one, Pete. If you're okay with that, yeah, please do. I I'm hoping I picked three that we didn't ask you last time you're on the show because uh, you were actually the guest that kicked this off the first time we ever did it. I'm going to do some straight-up would-you-rather type questions. Would you rather give up beer or give up coffee? Coffee. Good man. 
the, the only reason why is I love coffee, but you know what? I can always get a coffee beer that has <laughs> the coffee in it. So, but if I can't drink it hot, I'll drink it cold. So, so wait, you drink coffee for the flavor? I drink black coffee. <laughs> okay. I do too. Yeah. I, I was just I trying to put coffee. a twist on that. But. Yes, I drink I drink coffee for the flavor completely. Uh, that's good. I don't drink it, so I like coffee beer still. Pete uh Give him one of your your most recent ones because yours are all really good right now. Oh, thanks. Oh, you're welcome. Okay, so the good news is drinking beer gives you a superpower, and that superpower is invisibility. And every beer above four percent makes you invisible. I think I actually changed it. Changed this. I think it's supposed to be seven percent. <laughs> no, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it at I'm gonna keep it five. Let's say five. Okay, so you haven't asked enough for me to know. So I, I'm just gonna roll with it if you will. <laughs> Drinking beer gives you a superpower. The superpower is invisibility, and every beer above 5% makes you invisible. The bad news is it only lasts for five seconds for every one ounce of beer that you ingest. Also, it only makes your skin invisible, so to be truly invisible, you have to drink you know, a large quantity of beer and also be naked while you're doing it if you want to use the superpower. So... What are you going to use your newly discovered superpower for, and how will you avoid, avoid you know, exposing your naked body after the superpower <laughs> runs its course? I got a lot of questions. All right, so so my first thing is that that I'm just gonna, I'm doing some simple math here. We said five seconds for one ounce, so that basically twelve ounces gives me one minute. One minute. Uh, so basically, if I can shotgun. Uh, three beers in under a minute. I've got a lot of time to deal with. I've got Two time. To stri- stri- yeah, I've got time to strip down, and well, it takes about four seconds to drink beer. Um, so four times three is twelve. So yeah, about two two minutes and forty five seconds. We'll we'll just, we'll round it to that. Jesus Christ, you're too good at math. <laughs> drink more. <laughs> drink. <laughs> I'm on number three. Where does that? Seven, eight, and the this one's five point seven, I think. Oh God! Oh, well, yeah, yeah. So, um, so what would I do? Uh, you know what? It, it's a it's a funny thing, but uh, we don't like I funny. Would, on I would <laughs> I would use it to be able to go out and water the plants in the front yard on a hot day, and not have to worry about <laughs> getting dressed in the morning on. to do it. <laughs> That is adorable. I am totally domesticated, but I'm I am totally proud of it because the plants are fifty hop plants that I have growing. So Ooh. a lot of times I'll wake up and I'm like, oh, it's already hot out. Oh my gosh, I feel sorry for the plants. I should probably oh no. <laughs> and then you feel sorry for the neighbors when you go out there into like your underwear and be like, Well, I've we almost go. walked out there in, in like boxers and like a like a like a dirty shirt, and I'm like, no, I'll put on some some shorts, and I'm just like, it would just be really nice to, you know, it only take a couple minutes to to you know go turn on the hose for a little bit, and then you know it'll it'll run for a while, and then when I actually get up and get dressed, it'll be good. And then that's not a euphemism, is it? Yes. <laughs> so Pete, when 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 you said it turns your skin invisible, I'm. <laughs> yeah. I'm just picturing Ryan going out, uh, and it and he's naked, I guess, but he just appears to be a floating sack of of uh, organs and muscle tissue. <laughs> I was thinking like muscles and ligaments, yeah, yeah, so, just sort of. Man, just I'm glad like you. A, yeah, just out there, and people would probably rather him just be naked instead. He's out there, like you worse than like, being a ghoul. You're being a ghoul, a and ghoul? He's, all you see are like his his teeth. 
without lips. And <laughs> just his eyeballs his fucking eyeballs, rotating no, around. No so, eyelids. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually a little buzz, not... too. <laughs> Man, I'm really glad you brought this up because the first time Pete asked this question, I had... that's exactly what I envisioned, too. Oh. But I was like, I'm, I'm going to let this roll because I don't oh. understand the question. But whoever the guest was, I don't even remember who it was. It they, was Kimberly, they seem... I think. Was it? Well, yeah. She seemed to under. She seemed to like understand it. So I'm like, you know, I'm just gonna not interject because this this was out of my out of my realm. <laughs> okay, so when I say it only makes your skin invisible, I'm excluding clothes. So if you I, were yeah, to not be, I mean, I'm sure you understand that at this point. But no, after, I just wanted to clarify. When you read it this time, I almost went, oh, because I understood finally what you meant. Like, it, yeah. it's everything your skin and beyond. Like, your skin is like the force field that makes everything else invisible. Right, right, right. right. But your clothes do not count because it's, yeah, just from the skin therefore on. From your skin and deeper yeah. becomes invisible. Nothing outside of from your, your body. your skin and deeper sounds like a fucking cologne. <laughs> <laughs> from your skin and deeper. That's a uh, porn I watched the other day. <laughs> God. By Pete M. I didn't know you were into a uh, snuff film, Matt. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Well. <laughs> well, let me tell you something about that. Let me tell you something about that one. Next question. Yeah. Uh, Next question. <laughs> I had one lined up, but I don't know if I like it. No, I'm going to do this one. Would you rather be stuck alone on a desert island with only Kanye West, but has a magic well that produces any beer you want, or be stuck in a utopian society that has wonderful people but only macro beer? I would take the island because there's food, because you could kill Kanye and eat him. <laughs> I like That is a great answer to that question. That's even more intense than the last one that we had answered. Well, we had we had the ABV girl from Portland, and she's like, "I'd fight Kanye. I'll keep the well to myself." But Brian's like, "I'll murder the bitch and eat him." Well, the thing about it is that is that he, the guy is not that smart. It's probably easy to trick him, and actually, you wouldn't have to kill him. You could just trick him to walk off a cliff on accident. I was thinking, like, just tell him Taylor Swift's over there. He'll run over there right? and just take care of that. Oh, I got to talk to that chick. No, I was thinking, like, you can even get less. Like, you do the whole like. Uh, bird flapping mouth, your left hand, like, hey, what is this, Kanye West? Like, well, I don't know what distraction, and right hook him and just like boom, break his jaw again because that fucking jaw is like glass. I don't think he'd be able to survive. You just sort of leave him on the other side of the island and just wait and watch. And he'd be like using his cell phone. It's like, <laughs> well, just, I don't have service. He'll keep walking around doing the whole like holding it up in the air, going, all right, where's service? How am I supposed to tweet this motherfucker up in here? How am know. I supposed to call? Taylor Swift to get her to give me permission to use her in my video and pretend like she's naked. How am I supposed to Snapchat my woman? I don't know what's going on. Oh, I'm dying. Uh, yeah. Yep. Because you don't want to stress the meat out. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, never, never. You don't want to stress that. Out. Don't want to stress the meat out. Matt, I want to hear how you. How, what, what, what's your take on this one? Because <laughs> I, 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 I'm interested in, in your perspective right now. I would take the utopian society with the macro. <laughs> yeah, you're a people person. Uh, well, not necessarily, but I'm. I have a lot of. I have a lot of serious opinions on things, and I could. I could definitely do. And I was actually just thinking about this the other day. Listened to a podcast, and everybody agreed that they were making fun of Demolition Man. And they were like, "You know the world and Demolition Man, right?" Like, oh yeah. It 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 like oh you don't get to swear. Or do all these other things, but like, 
there's no crime and everybody seems pretty happy and you all get like VR sex helmets and shit. And <laughs> I don't know. I, I could get behind that. As long as there was also beer. I think that I you think would. I would rather have the Demolition Man utopia free of injustice and then you know See the thing about the what the uh, the island though is that it's any beer you want. And so instead of also, having to wait in true. line for it, true. you are now the only person that can enjoy it. In many ways, here's, that could be here's another perspective. It is. But the problem yes. is you can't share that with anybody. You can't right. tell them that you've had it. Well, there's only a person to share is Kanye West. And like you said, fuck yeah. that guy. Well, yeah. I'm I guessing... guess if you're alone on an island and you kill Kanye West, it is kind of a utopia. <laughs> that's, a, that's a rare win-win-win, actually. Yeah, I'm going to change my answer. <laughs> but with a, with, a, with a caveat that it is because it may be the utopian society I'm looking for. Of Kanye le- a Kanye West-less island. Well, the beer. thing is, is that Kanye always pretends like he knows everything. And so what you do is you you basically show him this this beer that's in any beer that any beer that you want you're just like hey have you ever heard of this oh you haven't yeah well i know more than you do and then Ooh. he just his head explodes straight up right and then then you, you don't have to do anything about it he probably has a stroke exactly poor kanye he's <sighs> getting chills right now he knows someone's talking about him in a this negative is, way. This, this is the second episode in a row that this question's been asked. So I, I'm waiting for the, the C&D to show up. He's like, yo, man, you can't use my name in a podcast. Yeah, you can't use my name. <laughs> I heard you was thinking my name. But, uh, <laughs> I heard you was... <laughs> I got some of the mind police that was listening to you guys. Mind police. I've been watching Minority Report. <laughs> yeah. Pete, let's, uh, let's do another one of yours. I think we've bashed Kanye enough for one episode. <laughs> Lightning shit pain. Lightning <laughs> shit pain with Kanye West. And the mind police. <laughs> Kanye and the mind police. Kanye that is a mind. fantastic name. That's like a an eighties band name. I feel like that's yep. a I think that's like a neo like Motown band right there. What mind police? Kanye and the mind police. Oh. It also sounds like, like a Queensryche album or something. Also yeah. yes. I'm thinking a Comtruzy analog type thing. Yeah, I can see that. that I might actually have that album. I'll look. That <laughs> <laughs> does have a so vinyl collection. the good news is, Ryan, that you found a beer that's a 24 ounce beer can. It's brewed the stem cells, which will give you regenerative powers. You know, because that's how stem cells work. It's also made from baby embryos, and you love drinking babies. So <laughs> the bad news is is it's located in Syria, and you have to smuggle it back to America before you drink it. You have to drink it on American soil. I don't know. It doesn't make a lot of sense. I just came up with this one. (laughs) You have to hide it somewhere in your body. How would you jam the 24-ounce can up your ass? (laughs) Wait, hold on. You you have to hide it somewhere in your body. How do you jam it up your ass? (laughs) So what I would do is I would uh, buy a suitcase large enough for myself. I would pay a Syrian refugee to uh, fly on the flight and check the bag with me in it, just cradling this bottle of, or this can of beer. Um, TSA I would have snacks. Check the bag. What's that? TSA checks the bag. Well, yeah. Then I'd use my ninja skills to uh, <laughs> decapitate the uh, the TSA agents and but discreetly uh, so no one else on. notices. Exactly. 
Yeah, you wouldn't need ninja skills to overtake TSA. <laughs> just saying, Ryan. You just got to be able to run fast. Just, oh, my, yeah. my last experience with TSA, I, they're, they're just fumbling idiots. Yeah, did oh, you yeah. Have to deal with them when you had a suitcase full of fucking beer on the way back from Vermont? So I wrapped up every single can of beer individually so that it would be really safe. <laughs> so we get to Denver and I pulled the thing Shit. off the, uh, the thing and I go, oh, this smells like beer. Oh, great. oh no. <sighs> Jesus. So what happened is is I open it up and it's got the nice little card saying, oh, you know, we've TSA, we've checked your luggage. And so I look at it and I had I had already, I had actually put a picture up on uh, social media of how I like in the middle of packing it where I'd packed clothes around everything. Yeah. They put all of my clothes at the bottom of the suitcase and put oh. all the beers back in by themselves just stashed in there. I didn't see that picture, but that sounds about right. I didn't take a picture of idiots. I didn't take a picture of the uh, the final thing. Uh, Darcy did. Um, we haven't posted that. She actually sent it to the, to the TSA saying, "Hey, we spend you know time making sure that things are not going to break, and then you just toss things. You know, basically toss it in a salad and, and don't the, put them back the way. way they are supposed to right. be." That's and if you can't put it back in the VR, why are you checking? And 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 again, it was the it was the it was the uh, the luggage that had uh, let's see forty six cans of beer in it or something like that. Oh, forty <laughs> cans of beer. So you know they threw it the, through the metal detector and they're like, oh my gosh, what is in this thing? <laughs> we just gotta see what's up in this biatch. So I know I know that's what happened, but it was still like, come on. <laughs> There is a naked man with a beard in this bag cradling a single can of beer. <laughs> it just says stem cells. It's written with a sharpie. It just stem cell beer. <laughs> so I'll have to also get a lead vest at the same time. Oh, so that the x-rays go. just bounce off. They're like, oh, there's just a can of beer in there. And then you can go right to the dentist. Yep, TSA is no good. Hopefully we're not all on the no-fly list. Anyway, Sam. Yeah, let's... Uh, uh, let's go with, uh, would you rather be stuck in an acid trip for a full month or have a hangover for a full month? Acid trip. <laughs> really? Hands down. Okay. Uh, are you talking, are you talking LSD or are you talking, uh, salvia? Are you talking nutmeg? What do you, what kind of, 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 uh, I always imagine style Le- level, honest. level one, two, three, four or five of an acid trip. I guess I didn't realize there were that many different types of acid as a non-drug user, but uh, I, I assumed LSD was my go-to on this one. Well, yeah, and that's and that's the thing. Is that's probably a level five. Because uh, salvia, that's, I don't know, like... Salvia hit, hit you to a level four and a half to five. Dude, I could not trip on salvia for a whole month. That would be fucking terrifying. Oh, it'd be horrible. But That'd be like a if, lifetime, if, wouldn't it? I mean, but also, if, you are, if you're hungover for that entire month... The thing is, you would you would experience incredible things. I don't experience incredible things when I'm hungover. I, I no, no, I'm saying when you're when you're, when you're when you're on the acid, you experience incredible things. Oh yes, okay. incredibly horrible things, but they're incredible nonetheless. That is fair. That is True. fair. So that, that's my that's my reasoning. <laughs> I'll take it. You're the first one that's actually chose acid. I think everyone. Else I was going to say, yeah. Was that? <laughs> so here's wow. here's a here's a uh, a. Uh, let's see a, a challenge to the uh, beer and loathing crew. Oh boy! Go to go to your local store, buy whole nutmegs, grind them up in a coffee grinder, and ingest them. 
and just about <laughs> two tablespoons of whole nutmeg. All right, that sounds like our next beat and all outing all together. So done and done. <laughs> We're doing that when, for my bachelor party. When, when, when <laughs> yeah, nut- yes. Just a heads up: when nutmeg <laughs> hits your uh, your uh, uh, upper intestines, it turns into a hallucinogenic. Yep. Well. <laughs> yep. I have uh, never heard of that. Yeah, it's, it's hilariously I, fun. Have you ever eaten like? Because you know. There's like a little bit of nutmeg and a lot of different things, but I have been able to correlate uh, some little nuts and a lot of things in ingestion of nutmeg with really crazy like sensory dreams. Um, like the the night fall, yeah. So that that holds water, I guess. All right. Well, then uh, I guess there's a challenge there. So we're. <clears throat> Beer and loathing, and wherever this happens, Pete, we're just gonna. <laughs> this is going to be the loathing part of our name, right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Pete's wedding. Pete's wedding. Pete's wedding. Let's do it then. The thing about it is that you, you'll do it, and there's about eight to ten hours of this sort of euphoria and hallucinations. That's a long goddamn time. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's just like doing it's like mushrooms or anything, something mushrooms like that. Mushrooms don't even last that long for euphoria. Yeah. Like, like the whole thing with mushrooms is like seven hours. And that's yeah. like that's so you're you're getting close. Well, the, well, and down. that's well, that's the problem is that nutmeg it has to hit the enzymes in your in your digestive system to actually create this stuff. So you have so to actually sits, do some planning. It sits it sits in your stomach. Well, and so that's that's how I learned about it. Is in college we did it, and we Quote thought unquote, it was learned be, about it. We well we we didn't learn about it. We learned about it firsthand. <laughs> Uh, but we, you know, we we went on Arrowhead and we figured it out, and we're like, oh, we can just get nutmeg and grind it in the coffee grinder. Perfect, awesome. We'll do that. And so we ate it, and then we're sitting there going, like, I'm not feeling anything. And so <laughs> our friends at the same time proceeded to have a party in their house. So then we're playing beer pong and doing all that, and and yeah. Then you wake up in the middle of the night and you're like, oh my gosh, my hands are fighting each other. <laughs> they're just going really. They're just, they're just getting right after it. And the thing about it is that that it, it's it's one of the it's actually really one of the most like tame ways to have like a like an out of body experience because you're using something you buy at King Supers. It's really nothing that's illegal. Or a Walmart for anyone who's not a King Supers shopper. Or Safeway or Albertsons or uh yeah. in the West or what, Midwest, whatever yeah. you've got. Hannaford's if you're way out east. Kroger. Piggly Wiggly. Piggly Wiggly. Oh uh Publix. Publix. Yeah. But get ground get full nutmeg and grind it up and try it out. And it's it's interesting. It's a different thing. Then there's so this whole I saw it on a on a cracked article I'm looking at now. Uh the author says uh, getting high off nutmeg is akin to a hangover that feels like God taking a dump on your soul. <laughs> That's very close. Some users compare the nutmeg high to a hellish case of the flu. <laughs> <laughs> it's the after effect. So you have oh. you have the hallucinations, and then the next three days you can't move. <laughs> oh boy! That's wow. so what you're saying is I should take a vacation to do this. <laughs> yes. I'm sold. You are wily, Hanning, and I, <laughs> I see you, bro. I see you. It's it's all it's all life experiences, you know. It's one of those things. <laughs> yeah. is, I'll I'll try a m- many different things once so that I know what to say to people. Um, other than meth, that's a stupid thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, yeah, that's 
That just, well, I, I've, watched, it, I've watched Breaking Bad. That just seems dumb. If it's a natural thing, I'm definitely going to try it because, you know, it's, why not? Because that is my motto, too. Half the time that you're, you're actually you're not reinventing the wheel. There's probably some Indian tribe that uses whatever you're doing for Native American, you know, bro. Come on. Native, Native American or respect. just well, well, but they, they could be, uh, they could just be West some, Indian. some native tribe. They could be dark. Uh, yeah, they might not be American. They might be South American. They might be in, in New Guinea. Central American. Sure. Yeah. You guys uh, are just digging holes all over the place here. Yes, we are. I'm not digging holes. I'm <laughs> no, sure so the thing about it is, racist. so the biggest thing is, uh, <laughs> there was, there's this thing that just came out, uh, recently is that for people with heroin addictions, there's this African bark that you can grind down and then somehow ingest that will basically give you like a like a two or three day trip that will essentially <laughs> allow you to break your heroin addiction. Really gets you through the fucking uh, withdrawals. <clears throat> yeah, in, in like a couple days. Damn, son. And it has this like it's got like two parts of its of its you know what, how it works is that one part is just like you know psychedelic, and the other part is like this introspection part, which is really deep. Where like it actually like you like they 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 describe it as you're awake but you're dreaming, and so it allows you to deal with all of your problems and your uh, every everything that you've had an issue with in your life you can deal with. But in a dream state, but you're awake the whole time. Including your heroin addiction. And they've used it for heroin addiction, and it's worked. Oh. Man, and I've been paying shrinks $120 an hour for the last 10 years. I know, exactly. <laughs> Those guys are out of business. You've been fucking up, son. Well, that seems like a good place to, uh, I think, maybe wrap this one up. Pete. <laughs> yeah. Draw the line. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> End the show on hard drugs. <laughs> Not the first you, you time. knew when you invited me on. <laughs> we would just go downhill. I, yeah, well, I I, I figured to go downhill, but I didn't know <laughs> I didn't know your level of expertise on the oh, drug culture. It's not really expertise. It's more that I, I went to a school that was in Durango, Colorado. Because there's nothing else better to do. Exactly. <laughs> and so you, you get to know the people, and you you ask them questions like, "So why are you doing that?" Oh, that's why. Okay, well then, <laughs> I will not want to do that. Did you just respond with, "Why are you not?" So I, I was the kid that I would uh, I'd go to art history class and at seven a.m. in the morning with a uh, coffee mug full of red wine. <laughs> Did your coffee mug say this is probably wine? No, but my teacher at one point was just like Ryan, is that a Merlot or a Cabernet? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say were they gonna ask like why are your teeth always red after you drink your coffee? <laughs> they didn't care. Ryan, give uh, give our our one listener a. Uh, Recap of all the places they can find you and focus on the beer and stuff. All right. So focus on the beer. Uh, easiest place is uh, focusonthebeer.com. We're also at focus on the beer on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, we also have a SoundCloud podcast as well, which yeah, we do, do. Week, weekly thing. Uh, we sort of kicked these guys into, into action way back when, and then we dropped the ball, and now we're back back doing it uh so that's if you just look for focus on the beer on soundcloud we are on there uh we're also on untapped if you want to see we we don't stay very current on that we try to put some of the stuff we're drinking but we had a beer we had a beer share on saturday and we tried to keep some of the stuff up to de- up to date and it was just not working it was it's too much it's too much work <laughs> i was gonna say i don't even think i follow you on untapped so i'll have to look you up on that one yeah you should 
but yeah that's that's how we're gonna find us you know we're we're everywhere that you want to be <laughs> <laughs> nice softball that one in there thank you for joining us for another fucking beer and loathing podcast cock blaster <laughs> you can find us at beerandloathing.com Facebook Beer and Loathing, at Beer and Loathing on Twitter and Instagram and tune and get drunk on the YouTubes. Pour it in my butthole. <laughs> Just party anima. Party, yeah. Uh, It'll make your butthole hot. <laughs>